While I have always been a man of many hats, there's always been my one true love, my one true calling, hosting. Here's a lesson for you. If you find something you love doing, find a way to get paid for it, especially if it's easy. As you've learned, my love for hosting started in high school, though there were always little hints that hosting was my true calling. As a boy, I'd watch Star Search glued to the screen, and I'd say Ed McMahon's lines even before he said them, often getting them very wrong. How was I supposed to know what he was going to say? I'm charismatic, not a mind reader. A lot of people ask me, what made you want to become a host? Let me ask you, do you remember who won season seven of American Idol? No, right? Well, do you remember who hosted it? That's what I thought. Now here's another lesson for you. Always be memorable, even if achieving that involves a gun. What other job will give you all the instruction on a teleprompter or an index card? In my acting class, I was very upfront about wanting to hone my skills to become an excellent host, not some Hollywood actor. The teachers would say, give this a try anyway, Topher. Let's get you off script by next class. I'd say, who's paying who, bitch? It didn't take me long to realize that these classes were useless and wouldn't help my career. It took roughly three months and about $36,000 worth of classes. The only way to become what you want to be is to jump right in and do it. That's why many school shooters' families never see it coming. I decided to take the route of all the greats, a job at Universal Studios' theme park as a tour guide. With that job, I got to entertain people all day and pretend to be driving a bus, and I'm very good at pretending to drive. I quickly became a fan favorite. Even if the facts I said weren't true, people liked to hear them. For example, here's one of my facts. Jaws was based on a real story, but not about a shark, about some Chilean guy. One day, after a particularly on-point performance, an agent approached me, telling me that he saw some real talent in me. He wanted to have a business meeting with me behind a dumpster at the employee food court. It turns out that he simply wanted to have sex with me. Luckily, I got pictures and bribed him. I demanded he sign me or I'd out him. Of course, it worked and I was signed that day. I felt bad about it, though, because no one should have to hide who they are, so I volunteered at an LGBT event the next day. I had sex with a couple of swell guys there with no bribery involved. I couldn't believe that after just one bribe, I was signed to a top talent agency. I expected to have to do four to five bribes at least before getting to that point. With all-star talent backing me, I was like a rocket with everlasting fuel. Or a fast bird. Here's another lesson for you. Association can play a big role in your success. Hang out with the right people, and people will think you're great. Even though I had no credits to my name, being signed by All-Star gave me immediate gravitas. My lack of credits actually made me more desirable. After all, a man with no history can have his legends built by the minds of his fans. Here's another lesson. The best types of lies are the ones other people tell for you. I started booking hosting gigs for game shows right away, but you wouldn't know any of them by name. One thing they don't tell you is that studios film about 2,000 new game shows a year, but only 5 to 10 of them get greenlit for broadcast. The rest are cancelled or shelved. 
In a six-month time period, I hosted over 2,000 game shows. We would shoot a great pilot episode, but it would get canned because the ideas were too esoteric or smart. Like the show Fuck, Mary Kill, which probably didn't make it on for obvious reasons. My magnetism on screen was magnetic. It was just like Universal Studios. Despite my constant swearing and general disregard for political correctness, I was popular. My rapidly growing fanbase loved me so much, I'm sure I could have gotten away with saying the N-word. Not that I would have. In fact, I have never once said it in my life, and I've only thought about it four or five times. My big break came when the most unlikely of game shows was picked up. And guess who was hosting it? Sal Richards, my mortal enemy. Fortunately, he was killed in what were deemed as incredibly strange and mysterious circumstances. The studio was in need of a host only hours before they were scheduled to shoot, and luckily I had been hovering around the studio all day. The producer remembered me from a bribeless sexual encounter, and within minutes I had the job. I was going to be host for the new game show, Do You Have Your Keys? This was a show that test contestants on whether or not they had their keys. I'll admit, it's not a rock-solid idea, but you'd be surprised how challenging it was for some contestants. They really second-guessed whether or not they had their keys. My life was exactly where I wanted it to be. I was on the rise, but fate is fickle. Things were about to change for me.